0: This is Armand the Santa Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is
1: Ernesto
2: Perez-Carrillo. Hi,
0: this is Glenn Case. Dick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
2: is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. Act. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the
3: Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo.
4: <laughs> I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f***? So funny about me,
3: tell me, Mr. Jonathan.
2: Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter,
5: Burgundy will read.
3: Very stump. The
2: sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wastoids, they all adore it. They think he's a righteous dude. And
3: Chuck Morrison.
1: I am 35
2: years old and
1: I live in a van down by the river.
3: It's time to light him up. It's time, funny guy for the cigar authority.
1: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. November 14th, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios this week at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're going to smoke a couple of very rare cigars and uh, very unusual and special cigars. Twelve years ago, I received these cigars, and they're extraordinary. Both part of the Cigar Authority care package. If you have it, you have one of them. We have uh, stories behind those cigars. We'll tell you how and why you should be part of the Cigar Authority care package. Uh, We get cigar news hitting the shelves. Old Fart Freddy, lots and lots of cigar um,
6: emails, mailbags, lots and lots of them. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, or iTunes, where you can set it and forget it, on all three. What's with the adding the extra thing? There? Ah, you to, notice
1: I threw something in there because Podbeam wasn't me?
6: getting a lot of love. So we're going to throw a little Be, love there. I last
1: year say you we could set it and forget it on both. That's what I say. But, but last year, Podbeam at the end of the year awarded us the 10 biggest. Uh, podcast. Educational podcast. Educational podcast. Not cigars, just education, because that's what this is. Education. Is that what this is? That's what
6: this is. I'm sure as hell is that, an entertainment. That's
1: what we filed it under, or somebody filed it under. Somebody. It, and it ends up being one of the top ten educational podcasts
6: of all. Well, most people that are into education uh, I would imagine they're not podcasters. I don't don't know. know. They don't listen to it. I don't know. So Barry's got the wheels of steel here today because,
1: uh, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison is away at New York, York. New York York Giants, right? Yep. Giants Patriots tomorrow afternoon. Yep. Will the unbeaten streak continue? There we go. Why Why do they call it the wheels of steel when they're clearly made from aluminum? I don't know, but it was wheels of steel when it was a disc jockey and it was, you know, the wheels of
6: steel. Mine are steel. I've got steel platters. Yeah? steel platters I now. must, too.
0: Yeah.
2: I have steel cojones.
0: Yeah? There we go. So you got that.
6: Butter press. Oh, All <laughs> three
2: of them.
1: So um, the Cigar Authority Care Package, this is something uh, we ask if you want to be part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, which is every month you receive four cigars um, at the beginning of the month, and it's cigars that um, we send you out and we expect to be smoking these four cigars during that. Today, we're going to smoke two of them, but Everybody, I didn't have enough cigars to go around, so you're getting either the large one or the small one. It's either a 7- or 8-inch cigar, 7, I believe, 7-inch cigar, or a 4-inch cigar.
0: Today we will answer
1: the question, does size matter? It matters. These are totally different cigars. Oh, come on. Don't say it too loud. I don't want my wife to find (laughs) out. So the first one we're going to smoke is the smaller one. So if you have the smaller one, it it almost looks like a bowling uh, pin. Yeah, like a little bowling pin. Yeah, that's good. Duck pin. It's a duck pin.
0: That's a New Hampshire thing?
1: Yeah, we have candle pins, and it doesn't look like a candle pin, okay. but, but the duck pin looks like a duck,
6: which is— The more traditional? Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess. Is it, is well, it, duck pin is the middle-sized ball. It, you, still, it, you still can hold it in your hand. I you think duck pins it. is a Rhode Island thing. Yeah, it's, there's, a, there's one in mass, I think. But, yeah, there's duck pin, and then there's big ball bowling which is the traditional. I'm just going to leave that alone. So when you go, when <laughs> the ones you go that the bowling, if you
1: hold on to those right. holes in the ball, I guess that's the traditional. I don't even know if we have any of those. We, we do have, have some of those up yeah. here.
6: But if you go bowling up here in New Hampshire, you're going candle pin. And then if you're doing one of the other two, you say, would you like to go duck pin bowling or would you like to go big ball bowling? <laughs> if you just said you want to go bowling, you're it's going candle, candle
0: pin. pin. Uh, so the candle pins made out of candles? No, it looks
6: no like they like look a like a candlestick, I guess. Okay. I don't know.
0: It's, never been. It's what we will You've be, never been bowling. Never been candlepin
6: bowling. Oh,
1: we're, well, going, we're you, going bowling. You have a chance to do that this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the Seabrook store. The two guys smell yeah, I
6: forgot about the fourth kind of bowling <laughs> invented by the, the great David Garofalo.
1: Well, I don't know yes. about invented by me, but we take frozen turkeys and we roll them down the store and we have candle pins set up and you knock the pins down, and you win a turkey. Not Rolling
6: is, is a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> it's more like There's sliding, a slide technique yeah, they're involved. They're frozen, so it's nice. They have a good slide to them. Uh, the backdrop has been broken many times <laughs> because it is a frozen freaking bird that hits like a ton of bricks. Have you ever seen it? I've seen videos
1: of it. you got to go by. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, I, I think will, we start on Thursday. we will go by on Friday. And... Um, you. Bowl of t- the uh, turkey down there. If you knock it down, we give you a, a, a new one, not the one you threw down there. But we'll get to a get rid of a hundred birds at yeah. least, and uh, it's a little something we do over there because they're crazy and it's the
0: right place for
6: it, right? That's the crazy two
0: That's guys, the crazy store. Yeah, There's a whole new meaning to flipping the bird. There we go.
6: <laughs> well played, well played. So there we go. I, I wanted to bust your chops, <laughs> and I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So this is good.
1: part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Uh, you. Everybody got the same three cigars uh, during the month, but the fourth cigar you either got, this is called the number six, the short one, and the number one is a taller cigar, a Connecticut Shade Wrapper, and this one has a different wrapper on it. So this little short one, if that's the one you have in your package, I'll tell you all about it, but right now I want to give it a cut and light and really pay attention to Incidentally, it. Incidentally, the short one is the one I have in my package. Is it? Congratulations it. to you. There we go. So... uh um, do I have a size based on this? This is a four and a half by 52 Figurado. So let's give it a cut and light and a taste before we even do it. Pay attention to the cigar. It's very special, and I'll tell you as we're smoking it, all about it. But uh, right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices. Perdomo, cut out the federal S-Chip Tax. I love when the studio audience <laughs> does it. So It's uh, Federal S-Chip Tax, and actually lowered their Federal S-Chip Tax. They lowered the price of the cigar. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So we cut just a little bit of this cigar. That's all we're going to need to end up doing. This cigar is very, very old.
0: I don't know if it's left over from yesterday's lunch, but I'm getting notes of roast pork. Roast pork? Yeah. Dave would know what that tastes like. This
1: is a very delicate cigar. Already mine's kind of unraveling a little bit. We it has that, that sweetness
0: um, like that from the top, the the part that's red. Like the burnt
1: ends? Yes. Yeah, I don't dig on swine, so I don't even know what you're talking about. Ah,
0: you don't know what you're missing. Mm.
1: I don't need to add it to my diet, believe me. <laughs> this is
6: uh an onion ring. This is without lighting it with tasting the cigar. A Vidalia onion ring using traditional fish fry. It's got a sweetness to it. <laughs> not, not uh disagreeing with that. I get the Vidalia onion. I don't know about the fish fry. Fish fry, yeah. It's got that sweetness on the outside and the sweetness with the onion. I received these cigars
1: twelve years ago. But these are much older than that. There's really something special to it, but okay, let's All give right. it a light. What are we using? Today
6: now? we are going to use the Vertigo Renegade. This is a quad flamed, flip out bullet punch, big ass tanked lighter that retails for fourteen ninety nine. It's a price that's almost too good to be true it, it it's a it's a metal body there's a lot going on in size wise and everything you got you th- got the power of a tabletop that fits in your pocket but That's it's it's almost the, the price
1: of a, a throwaway lighter 14.99 mm-hmm. and and look what it is
6: yesterday i wanted
0: to buy a lighter and a cutter yeah you know, i figure i'd go out a lot and wanted something nice yeah they look so nice, but I had a hard time getting past it. It was only fourteen ninety
1: nine. Yeah, we'll charge you extra if it makes you feel any better, but there's no need to. Fourteen ninety nine. how do you beat it? And it holds a lot of gas, and it's what I use. I mean, I got them everywhere. Open my glove
6: compartment. There they are. I got it right here. Fresh out of the oven, the crispy, almost burnt edges from the edge of the brownie pan. Nice. Boom. Nice. You can go ahead and push this out. You know, I'm not going to give you there. a
0: second one, but I'll give it to you. Come yeah. on! All right, I nailed got to, that. Got to inflate his ego even further. Impossible. See, now it's too late because now I can't yeah, find it. Here we go.
1: It. All right. So this is La Gloria Cubana Trunk Show Collection Liga Number no. Six Small Figurado in a small name. Right? La Gloria Cubana, Trunk Show Collection, Liga Number 6, small figurado, four and a half inches by 52 figurado, handmade in Santiago, Dominican Republic, 2003. This is when they actually assembled this cigar and sold it to me, 2003. Twelve years ago, I got it. But 2003 was the very first time this was done to this very special cigar. The Trunk Show was Ernesto Carrillo would come to your store he would give everybody six different cigars, and you try a little bit of these little uh, parejos—they call them—of of what it is, and say, "This is what's going to be." You'd see a picture. Uh, Picture—I think they had an open box of each one, and this is the blend. And which one would you like to buy? And you're going to get them in a few months. So um, we had an event. Actually, the first event we ever had exactly where we're sitting here. The building uh, at Two Guys is the second floor, and that's where we're broadcasting from now. The room wasn't even finished yet, but we wanted to do this event, so we did it up here, and we invited all the high rollers to come up here and meet Ernesto and try these cigars, and if they wanted to place an order for them, they could. I liked number six and number one. I didn't know which one I wanted to do, number six or number, number one. So I actually ordered 20 boxes apiece, and these are not to be ever sold, That was the deal of it. This is not something, let me pile up a whole bunch of cigars and then put them on the shelf later because I have these special cigars. The consumer would buy them right there and then, they place the order, and that's it. So when I said to them, I want 20 boxes of number one and 20 boxes of number six, they said, you can't take these and put these out. These are not for you to resell them. Buy a box if you want for yourself, but it's the consumer buys it today. And then we make the cigars. So don't order a whole bunch so you can put them on the shelf and do, and do that. And I said, okay, I'll have 20 boxes of number one and 20 boxes of number six for you. For that you. That explains why. You can't sell them. You have so many. And I didn't sell them. It's part of the care package. Correct. And believe
6: me, yeah. you didn't pay for them. You didn't pay for them. So yeah, we, uh, need to start, we need to start taking a look at that care package thing, by there, the way. there we go. So the numbers he, are not looking good for us mm, as far as how much we're losing.
1: So that day we sold um, a little over 200 boxes of cigars that night, 40 of them which were for myself. Um, And uh, over the years, I've been smoking some. I had some with you guys before. And uh, if somebody comes into town, if a Nesto comes into town, uh, we light one up. I'll I'll tell you the story of the number one when we get to that, of what that ended up creating. Because he had totally forgot about it 12 years ago. And him and his son smoked a cigar with me. And they're like, holy God, I remember this. I was in the office for that. So uh, the number six, they don't tell you anything about it either. Uh, As you're buying it, you're tasting the sample. And then would you like to buy it or would you like And this is how much it is. And that's it. So... um, I found out that this was the only Glory Cubana Cameroon that was ever made in a small, small size. They only made it once. That was it. It's Cameroon. That's why it's very, very delicate. It's very oh, old wow. age Cameroon. Um, so that was intriguing to me. The number one was Connecticut Shade. There was no Glory Cubana Connecticut Shade ever made. One and done. And that was all that was ever going to happen there too. So I said the Cameroon, I love Cameroon. I like what it tastes like. Um, Oh, so delicate, but uh, I'm in. So uh, the taste blew me away. You could tell it was very, very aged to begin with. Um, and later on, uh, many, many years later, they let me know what that was, not realizing that I still had a whole bunch of them that I uh, did. So uh, um, how do you forget that someone bought 20 boxes at a whack? Well, um, so the story behind the cigar It goes back to 1995. 1995, General Cigar, who bought La Gloria Cubana, celebrated the Partagas 150, 150th anniversary of Partagas, with a special limited high-end cigar called Partagas 150. This year, actually, in Habanos, they'll be doing the uh, 170th anniversary, so it was 20 years ago. Um, They used, at that time... um, In 1995, when they made the Podicus 150, they used 18-year-old Cameroon wrapper that they had at that time. And this thing was... uh, The people that owned this Cameroon wrapper were trying to sell it off to people, to people, to people. They actually ended up selling it off to a company called Villazon. Villazon bought it. Then General bought Villazon. So General ended up with this Cameroon wrapper. This is 38-year-old wrapper? This is... 12 and 18, uh,
6: 20, 30 year old, um, 19, 18 year old, 18, it was 18 years old in 95. In and 95, and this is 20 years later, 95, yeah, so it's 30, 30.
1: Eight, 38
6: years. You did, holy crap.
1: Good math!
0: The rap, and we got goes, an award for an educational podcast, and it took us that long mm, to figure out the math.
1: Well, he did it right off the bat, but I'm I was second guessing him, so um. This wrapper is from the Potagus 150 wrapper, the little pieces that were left. What do you do? I mean, they used every single drop of every single thing they could possibly use for it. And they got these little pieces that are left at the end of it. And Ernesto said, I can do something, but it's going to be so, so limited that I'll just hand... Pick stores that I'll go into and then let that person not know what they're going to buy. Right. That they actually Well, like because
6: the story would sell the cigar. Right.
1: And then they'd sell it and they'd be gone. For, I would have bought everyone. Isn't
6: that interesting that he let it up to people's palates? Mm. You, got a, you smoked a sample of them, right? You got one of each? Yeah. Whatever the blends were. Yeah. And then you picked this blind. I picked it because it was a
1: glory cabana Cameroon. There was no such thing. And I tasted it, and it was good, but I mean... Did it, you know it was going to be Cameroon-wrapped at the yes, time? Yes, yep, this is okay. Cameroon. There was, there was, the other ones that we, I didn't get were uh, Sumatra and Maduro and you know, some different things or whatever it was. Uh, I think there was a uh, Mexican San Andreas at the time, Mexican before they right. said San Andreas. They tried all these different things. But the unique thing was this was Cameroon. The unique thing was the other one was Connecticut. Plus, they tasted good. So uh, the makeup of this cigar is a Mexican binder... Dominican and Mexican fillers. Coincidentally, the exact makeup of the Podagus 150. This is Podagus 150.
6: Why it, did you give this
1: away to people? What is wrong with because you? Because I kept it for 12 years. So this is it. This is a Podagus 150 with a La Gloria Cubana trunk show
6: band on it. I want those cigars that he gave you guys. I want those back. <laughs> so, um... The supply of this wrapper
1: was enough to roll one million cigars. So that's what they ended up doing with the Padigas 150. It's limited release, but it was one, it was one million cigars. And this little amount that was left uh, in 2003, um, they called it La Gloria Cubana, Liga Number no. 6, small perfecto. This is it. Uh, and no one ever told you when you bought it. No one told you even after. It was many, many years later I found out while still holding on to the product. And by the way, I happen to have a lot of boxes left of those. Uh, so I saved them for 12 years. Uh, 12 years are up. And I've smoked along the way. But at the end of this now, we are left with total, company-wide, four, six, seven single cigars. And that's it. And they're mine. You're out of control. Seven cigars left. And the end of, that's at the end of 20 boxes. And I got a story of the Connecticut when it comes up, but this is the story of this
0: cigar. Was so, this the first time that they used this vitola? Because they would go on later to use this vitola for uh, the Punch Champion. But have they ever, yes, ever use it before that? This was the first time it was yes, ever used
1: of this shape, exact shape of what it was, uh, and it was because of they they size up the wrap that's left and says what can we possibly make the most of right. using this tobacco, and unfortunately it becomes a four and a half inch cigar. Um, you know, if they could have done Robustos, I'm sure they would have done Robustos. But uh, this is what they could do the most of, and this is what they did, and that's it. There's none left. I'll save them in case uh, an esto comes up and we smoke a cigar together or whatever. But, yeah, and uh, it gives you
6: $50.
0: <laughs> you just gave these away. Yeah, the, back, gave the 150 it. sold for like $37 a cigar, didn't it? Or at least that's what it was in New York, and there was a 30% tobacco tax at the time.
1: Um, we launched the Podicus 150 30 days before the rest of the world. Okay. Uh, it was our 10-year anniversary in 1995, and I was very good friends with Edgar Coleman. He knew our anniversary was coming up, and I knew the Podicus 150 was coming out. And I said, is there any chance this is the cigar that we want to do at our big anniversary party, along with other cigars too, sure. but this will be the highlight of it? And he said yes, and he gave us a 30-day in advance of the rest of the world. Um, and that's what we gave away, again, uh, at the You have a button. problem.
6: How do, you, how do you expect to make any money if you just keep giving it away? I'm doing all right. I guess. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so that's the story of it, and I, I hope you're paying attention. And if you listen to the podcast and you really haven't lit up the cigar yet, and you'll get to it later or something, uh, the whole idea of this is to smoke the cigar while you're listening to the story as we're giving um, – Flavor,
6: so so it's, just, it's not just BS with you. I mean, you really, this is proof right here. People that doubt you and doubt what you say, this is proof. Now, you, don't be signing up for the care
1: package and think you're going to get another one of these because there's seven cigars left and there's 300 and something people in it. So this was an oddball thing that I had enough to do if I did the two because right. there wasn't enough cigars to do all one. I would have loved everybody to have the exact same thing. But some people got the bigger cigar, and they're probably feeling good that they got the bigger one. But good things come in small packages, right? The smaller one is the... I need to get a bell. Yeah? <laughs> so it's drawing good. It's tasting good. There, there is something to tobacco. It's going to lose its thing. So how much more do I hang on to 30-year-old rapper that I hang on to for 12 years after that? I mean...
0: There's still there's still some strength to this, and I didn't expect that. Yeah. After so many years, Cameroon la- rapper, I thought we'd be smoking air. Cameroon rapper was better in those days than it is
1: today. It's yeah. Better then. Um, and as far as well, for all a start, of a sudden it's
6: darker than what it what's coming out now. Yeah. Cameroon rapper now looks like an off shade shade wrapped cigar. Yes, yes. But all of a sudden. Mexican tobacco is
1: popular again. It wasn't in those days. Um, and you have a Mexican
6: binder and you have Mexican filler along with Dominican filler. What is What I find interesting, the flavor-wise, you can taste the – I don't like using the word dirty, but there's a dirty component. Yes, that is the, that is Mexican the, and, and there's a lot of it. There's filler and binder it's, of it. It's more than just earthy. It's dirty. But then you've got the sweetness from the wrapper that pull, pulls the – it gets pulled down by the dirt, and the dirt gets bring, brought up by the Cameroon. If the the you've way ever describe smoked it. a Tiamo cigar,
1: Tiamo is an all-Mexican cigar, and it tastes dirty. And I can't smoke it. I don't like it at all because it's all-Mexican. It's too much of it. Right. But a little bit of that, in this case, it's more than a little bit. It's the binder and half the filler. It's like if someone
6: made a soup and accidentally dumped all of the red pepper into the soup. Exactly. It's like exactly. not saying that that, that happened this that, week. <laughs> that was lunch that he
1: <laughs> got the hot pepper and sprinkled the hot pepper. and The cap had, fell off. It fell off or you had taken
6: it off He'd in taken advance. Taken it off, whatever. Taken it off in advance to put some in or whatever. Barry, a cup and a half of crushed Red huts in the soup. I tried ladling as much of it as I could out. Some of it sunk to the bottom. And I'm like, I spent all the time making the soup. So I said to Dave, I'm going to eat it anyways. You don't have to eat it. We that's, can try it, so we, we
1: tried it. Oh my God, was it! My brutal. mouth was burning, the inside of my mouth, and down my throat.
0: As congested as I am again this week, yeah. I'd love that because it would probably open me right Trust up. Trust me, you so would. It was like, like being something. maced every time you had a spoonful. You would not want to be in a foxhole with me this weekend. Yeah, can't stop coughing.
1: So that's it. That's that's the Potagus 150 right there. Twenty years later, it really, it really is exceptional. So it, it's something It's an oddball thing. Is it, you know, would it be worth a ton of money and stuff to a collector maybe or something like that? It, it, it's a good old cigar that still has some strength characteristics to it. There's still, But you've got to imagine any more time than this. It's just going to be junk. Give them away. Smoke them. Or, or call, you know, you got to call it. That's it. It. It, is,
6: it is as though you stored them in a lower humidity because there is – it's almost – Unimaginable that it could have this much going on yeah. being 12 years old.
1: Well, it's, it's fragile. You see how fragile that wrapper is? So the wrapper yeah. is, is
6: 42 years old. 38 years old. Oh, we just did the math. All right. That was us. We were talking up here. It
1: doesn't seem right. It still doesn't seem it right. It
6: was 18 years old yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, okay. okay. 18 Who, plus 20. A, so 38 like, years old. For yeah. cigar geeks, that,
0: like, they look, at least I look for this, there's a lot of these little white pimples on the ash. The high magnesium content of the soil, okay, which is very Cuban esque because Cuba's soil has more magnesium than any of the soils.
1: I got Europe. a lot of cedar taste because maybe sitting in that box the yeah. whole time. Somebody was mentioned earlier that when you take the cellophane off this cigar, it wasn't all that yellow. Where on the Connecticut, when we get to it, you got a lot more yellow. Not all that much, right? No. It's there, but not all that much. Right. The, the wrapper on it was 30 years old when they put it in the cellophane to begin with anyway. So a lot of that. It was 18 oh, years old. Oh, yeah, it was 18 years old.
6: <laughs> it was 18 years old. No, was it? Yes. It was 18 years old in 1995. Yes. No, in
1: 95. But they didn't roll the cigar until 2003. In 1995, it was 18 years old. Okay. In 2003, how old was it? 26. Okay. Is that right? I don't know. 18 and 8
0: is 26.
1: Yeah, okay. It is. So 26 years old when they rolled the cigar, this rapper was 26 years old. Then I held on to it for 12 years, and it became 38. But you got 18 and 8, 26 years old <laughs> rapper already... The oils were already gone, so there's not much to end up coming off onto the cellophane is the point, I think, of that. Nobody's going to argue because there's not a whole bunch of people saving a 30-year-old wrapper that was made years later and then put into cellophane. This is the -hmm. the experiment, and and you ain't going to do another one. And
0: Cameroon's so fragile for the fact that it lasted. I mean, none of our cigars are blowing up but you would kind of expect that from a camera Sure. Rapper.
1: Maybe it wasn't so much all those years back. You know, what year? All right, now try to do the math. 18-year-old <laughs> rapper,
0: go 18 years backwards in 1995. What year crop was this? So that would be 85 would be 10 minus another 8 would be 77. 85, 75, 77 seems s- right. 67. No,
1: 77. 95, 85, 75 plus 2. 77 is right. 77. I'm on a roll with the math today. Yeah. So in 1977, <laughs> this, this was the crop from 1977. What were you doing in
6: 1977? I was uh, about to be, oh, my parents were having sex. My parents were having sex <laughs> to and you weren't doing bring anything. me into the world. Really? Yeah, 1977. I was in high school. They were still sleeping together at the time.
1: I was in high school and somebody was cultivating this crop. Might have been Mr. Jonathan's mother and father, and they were doing it in the, in the fields.
6: <laughs> Tastes familiar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Very, very interesting. Huh? So I'm going to knock the ash off for the first
0: time on this. See what I got here. On that note, I'm going to fire off the question of the week. Good. It's time for the question of the week, brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, "What are you smoking?" the answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium habano criollo colorado wrapper. Experience the difference. Duran Cigars. <coughs> Last week we wanted to know how important is social media for a cigar brand, and the answer in with 45% of you saying it's very important. However, 28% says it means nothing at all. But I'm going to argue that 28%. Because if it wasn't for social media, nobody would know about Sober Mesa.
6: It's true.
1: No, because the retailer bought it at the trade but show, put bu- it on their shelf. What, it buzz have sold would it,
0: out. what buzz would there have been leading we up have, to the cigar?
6: We have leading eight, up to it? Eight singles per size left in yeah. the company. Eight singles. Wouldn't have sold out without social media. Would have been sitting so, so
1: there. So who are you asking? It, you're asking the consumer if social media is important
6: right. to them. Right. But I it's, think
0: important, it's lunch, important to me, the uh,
6: retailer. Steve Saka. But maybe not important to them. Exists as a Cigar Liberty solely because of social media. I agree with that. Yeah? The only reason.
0: Him, Jonathan Drew, Pete Johnson.
6: The list, the only, the list is small. The only two that I can think of. Maybe three if you count Lito. Ozzy You got Fuente, Padron and maybe Lito Gomez are the three legit pre-social media cigar celebrities that would Nick Perdomo. Nick Perdomo, yep. Yeah. Gloria Cubano, Ernesto Carrillo probably doesn't
1: even
0: do social media. But see, there's a thing that you mentioned. All, one, all those brands, they have core customers that are loyal to that brand. Yep. Right. Many social media people are not loyal. Not loyal. That's it. Right. So in that, in that sense, it doesn't help a cigar company.
1: Right. No, it could hurt them mm-hmm. when they jump ship and go somewhere else. You're out of business. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, this week, this week we asked the question, how often do you visit a cigar lounge to light up a cigar now that the weather's getting a little bit colder? There's a variety of answers. Let us know what you think. And the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars. And as always, you can vote on the thecigarauthority.com just above the Duran Advertisement. When a question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference.
1: How, How often do you visit a cigar lounge? I would say per there week,
0: per month,
6: 16 days a year that I don't.
0: It, it's on average. That's you it. go once a week, a couple oh, times okay. a week, once a month. In you don't go time. at all.
6: In the wintertime. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess with our audience more than the average bear. Considering that we don't allow bears in the store at there all. Here we go. So this is part of the Cigar Authority care package. We're going to tell you if you're interested in doing it, go on to the CigarAuthority.com. Look on the right hand side, 19.99 per month. It includes shipping, and no, you will not get one of these cigars. It's only going to get worse. It can't get better. So, <laughs> right? Great sales pitch. Well. You're not going to get this. so I don't want you to do Steve Sarker, everybody. I don't want you to think I'm going to do this, and how come I never got one of those cigars, because th- that's the end of those. So that's it. Can I come up with some tricks and stuff? I'm going to try, but it's not going to be a 30-year-old rapper, a 42-year-old, 48, whatever number we came up with. Anyway, we're going to break. When we come back, we're going to go to a lightning round of mailbags. We're going to get caught up one way or the other. Letters to the Cigar Authority. Uh, We got a classic three-way happening and a peek into the asylum and lots more. We're here live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
7: The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary
0: Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
6: Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh,
4: yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age for your voyage may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series, from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
1: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose,
6: Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as
1: a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes
6: in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose
7: Dominguez.
4: This is Victor Vitali, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now, over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. We got a lot in the mailbag to go through. We're gonna power through them in this segment. We got the classic three-way and lots more. As we're smoking the La Gloria Cubana, Liga number no. six, small figurado from back in the day, we call it. Twelve years ago, the cigar came out. It turns out that it is a Potagus 150. And uh Amazing that it has this much strength. When it went over that bubble, you guys were a little yeah. ahead of me. Went over that bubble uh, because it's a, um, a Figurado that has that built up into the yeah. the, the uh, big biggest part of it.
6: Boom! It opened up. A lot of flavor. And um, I'm not getting the sh- I'm not getting strength so much. There's no heaviness in the chest. It's not a lot of nicotine. But flavor-wise, there's a spicy component that's happened. Uh, I would equate it to perhaps putting. A little bit of cayenne pepper on a uh, rose petal because it's a floral component. I don't, I don't know about that one.
1: You're, you're, you're on your own on that one. A little cayenne pepper on a rose
6: petal. You know you've done it. You know you've done it. <laughs> there's at least one person listening that, that has done that before. If you say so. Perfect. Perfect. You know what? I'm just gonna hook up my own sound effects to the board. We got an extra channel, and then I'll have them over here. Or you could just produce the next time Chuck is away.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I don't. (laughs) I got a little bit of cinnamon, pepper, uh, earthiness, like you said. uh, Very aromatic. A lot of uh, in the nose type of flavor
6: that it has. I'm getting cedar, cashews. Cashews. That's the flavor I was trying to think of. Yes, there's a little cashew in there. And so you put cashew butter on the rose petal. And a little cayenne pepper, and you've got this. And there is a hint of that spice that shall not be named.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little cinnamon, a little cinnamon.
6: Poor Frank almost inhaled.
1: It's interesting. Interesting cigar. Um, I don't know if both of these cigars had molds at the time. I don't remember that of them, if they were um, actually uh, <coughs> done legitimately by hand and, and not a mold. I don't remember what they had said. A long time oh, ago. I thought you were saying moldy. no, like, no, what the You what know the, the, the wooden molds they put them in, this is before plastic molds and all that stuff. That
0: the it, Solomon is kind of a fairly Solomon shape, but this was an unusual shape. Right, right. I would imagine it would be difficult to make molds this shape.
1: No, no. They would carve them into anything they ended up wanting to do. but um, as Barry was saying, this is if you know that punch champion champion that shape, if you know what the <coughs> punch champion uh, was. Uh, I tried looking up information on this online. There's none. So the information you have is this is the information, what is we're it. saying. So we can say anything we want, I guess. And we're the cigar authority, <laughs> yeah. so it's true. But I'm trying to, to actually go back and do that, and you would think I would. If, knowing that I was going to save these for as many years as I did, I should have actually took a whole bunch of notes
6: and put them inside one of the boxes. Next time you save something, do that. Yeah. All right, so let's get uh, to this because we got a million
1: of them. All right, we're going to do mail bags. We're going to catch up to them, and if you want to give to the ma- right into the mailbag, you may after this because we're going to get through a lot of these things. It's going to leave us only a couple of them. So um, and feel
0: free to send in some questions of the week as well. There it's we getting go. difficult.
1: All right, congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail, and we got a lot of it. Go.
2: Ooh,
6: you've got mail. There's a letter. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dave, yes. I know I'm a bit late to the game, Peter writes, but I have some comments on, about your Cuban travels. Ugh. I thought your information on Cuba was spot on. My partner spent 40 years living in Cuba, and all of his family still lives in Cuba, so I know firsthand about Cuba, although I have not traveled to Cuba myself. So that would be secondhand, secondhand, not firsthand. I guess that would be secondhand. There we you're, go. You're way to aggravate Peter right All off right. the bat. Sorry, Peter, but thanks for writing in. Uh, your Next. talk about Cuban cigars being very fresh and not aged is correct. My partner has brought me Cuban cigars on many occasions, and I have not been impressed by them. Most were poor construction, tasted bad, and to be honest, were a little frightful to smoke based upon the appearance of the cigars. Uh, he has brought me back some Monte Cristo, Romeo and Julieta, and Cohiba cigars, and they were just okay, but certainly nothing like Nicaraguan or Dominican cigars I have smoked. I thought your comments about the cleanliness of the factories was also accurate, as I've seen many pictures of the factories, and they are out in the countryside. Pretty gritty. Uh, I did the Perdomo factory tour a couple of years ago, so I know firsthand what factories can look like. There you go. His family were were My partner's family were ranchers. Uh, Imagine... That although they raised thousands of head of cattle, if they ate the cattle, they could spend five years in prison.
1: That Why?
6: Right. Because the government exported the cattle or sold the meat yeah, to tourists. They didn't own them. That's their job. They just happen to live at their job. I wonder if one accidentally died or something. Could you eat it then? I don't think you're supposed to at that point. Just cook it extra long. Yeah. All right. Maybe. That's his trick to bad A- food. You imagine. Know I stopped him the other day. That if Cubans eat shrimp, they can spend five years in prison. They live on a Caribbean island, for crying out loud. There might be some shrimp around. Why would they spend time in prison for eating shrimp? Uh, <laughs> uh, we are very hopeful the embargo will lift soon yeah. yes, and eventually will we we'll help the Cuban people. Thanks for your article, and the people who have not actually been to Cuba or have direct good information, as I do, can continue to live their fantasy life. Well, I've, uh,
1: I've, I've legitimately been invited back. I will go back. Uh, The good news is they want to improve. They realize their problems, and I know you guys that disagree with me and all that stuff. You can disagree all you want. They don't disagree, and they want to improve things. That's good for everybody. It's good for them. It's good for us. The embargo will be lifted. We'll be selling them, and I hope their quality improves because I have to deal with the consumer face-to-face. So we want it to improve, and uh, I'm a cigar smoker myself. I want it to improve also, so that's it. That's it, and I don't want to talk about Cuban cigars anymore. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you a question because the chat room's annoying me.
6: Yeah, you he live, says that with love, by the way.
0: Boys. Yeah, I love you guys. Don't get me wrong. You live in the middle of nowhere. The yeah. nearest cigar lounge is 300 miles away, so you don't go to the cigar lounge. Oh. How would you answer the question? How often do you go to the cigar lounge? Never, would, zero. They're upset that there's not an option that says I can't because it's too far away.
1: But there's an option that says none. Yes. So that you answer,
0: none. That's what I thought. Okay. So take that, chat room.
1: Here we go. I, I, I don't, you live 300 miles away from a cigar store. Is, if, if there's a high amount of people in that area, let's open a store there because there's a place that's neat. You know, it's the weirdest thing that there's a lot of cigar stores around here, and more cigar stores want to open where there's a lot of cigar stores. In business, if you want to really do good, put the store where there isn't one, where there needs to be one. Yeah. That would be the goal to do. When we moved up here, there wasn't cigar stores around here, so we opened. And more cigar stores opened there. But this place is pockets. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're in the middle of nowhere and there's not a lot of people around, it can't. You wouldn't uh, be able to survive. Right. You can't survive through it. But if there is a lot of people around and there's not a store for 300 miles, get into the business. You've got a good shot because right. there will be no place else for them to go. So, next.
6: All right. I'm going uh, <clears> to <throat> leave Sean's last name. Out of this one. All right. Wait, Williams. I'm just going to leave his last name out of this one. Uh, Sean writes via the contact us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Hi guys. And Mr. Jonathan, you know what? I should say his last <laughs> name. <laughs> just wanted to say, I really enjoyed listening to Steve Saka Saturday. His insights are always enlightening and I really enjoy his new cigar. Ultimately, I would like to sit in on the show and watch live as I usually do. But my wife thanks you. See, because I couldn't come to my normal Saturday haunt, I had to spend the weekend doing yard work instead. That's okay, I guess, because ultimately, I really need to get more exercise. I know what Sean it is now. By the way, (laughs) I think I have a great tiebreaker for the next classic three-way. All right. Steve apparently likes to use a certain phrase often. As I've watched the recorded show, I counted how many times he did so. The tiebreaker... Can be a two-part question: <laughs> What was the word, and how many times did he say it? Sort of like when Howie Carr used to do the Wizard of Oz yes. on his show. People don't know what that is, but that was uh, the mayor used to say "ah" uh, all the time. I won't hold you in suspense. Ultimately, I will tell you on Saturday. As always, keep up the great work on the Cigar Authority. I get every penny I pay for. Ultimately. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what the word was. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. So last week, we usually have a studio audience here. We encourage you, if you're anywhere in the area of uh, wherever we're doing this, the show, uh, and last week was two guys in Salem where we are uh, this week also, the cigar cartel actually rented out the area, um, and that was it. And next week, unfortunately, the same exact thing is happening, that we have the people, the the Masons. Uh, that have the whole place. They do it once a year, um, and it's usually actually not on a Saturday. It's on a different night. They want to do it on Saturday, and I said, well, we've got to do the show anyway. If you don't mind, we're going to do the show also. So next week um, they'll be here along with Victor Vitali, and we'll uh, <coughs> be here to show. And we're going to get the uh, secret handshake, and we're going to get some secret information from the shrine. I the shrine we get nothing. We get
0: nothing. We get nothing, and okay. we're going to like it. Yes. Maybe it'll make us honorary members
6: think it works that way. Uh-huh.
0: No? All right, it's so.
1: time for the classic three-way, the classic three-way is brought to you by Classic Cigars.
6: You've heard of epic rap battles. Oh,
5: but, 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 but,
6: but now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day... Tell anyone about this, I'll f***ing kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. ...in classic history... It is looking at you, kid. ...brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar.
4: You like that, baby? Anymore where that came from, yeah!
6: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut, for its mild and smooth taste. The classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
1: Okay, I'm going to call for an audible right now. Barry, you, you kicked butt last week, didn't you?
6: As always, you
0: did
1: so. You're gonna you're gonna go and end up. And points. I'm very humble about it. Yes, and uh, I had to bring it up, but you wouldn't have. Um, and Mr. Jonathan, uh, I think you scored zero points. May God have mercy on your soul.
0: May He have mercy.
1: Zero. Yes. But the audible is Sean from the audience.
0: Whose last name we shall not mention.
1: (laughs) But uh, you can just yell it out, but we're going to include you in it. So Barry's going to go first. We'll go to Mr. Jonathan. We'll go to Sean, and we'll see what happens. Uh, It is the closest without going over by date. You know how it works. Today is Charles, the Prince of Wales' birthday, November 14th. He's the longest-serving heir apparent to the British history and the oldest heir apparent in 300 years. He married Diana, Princess of Wales, and then Carmella, He is the father of sons Prince William and Henry and is the eldest son of Queen Elizabeth II. Barry Stein, what year was Prince Charles
0: born? 1951.
1: 1951, he says. Mr. J? I'm going with uh, 1956. 56. And to our studio audience? He's saying 45. 45 for the point. 45 for the point. It's 48. You guys went over, he went under, and that's how it is, Sean. Okay, we're going to Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, today is the birth date of Joseph Simmons. Joseph Simmons. Richard Simmons? Richard
6: Simmons, Simmons, illegitimate brother.
1: No. Simmons Mattress? No. Rapper, best known as Reverend Run. Ah. Run DMC, right? A member of the influential hip-hop group Run DMC and the star of the reality show Run's House. He began performing with the group The Force before founding Run DMC. He began using the name Reverend Run after becoming an ordained minister. He is the brother of Def Jam founder Russell Simpson, Simmons Run from Run DMC. Uh, I'm Born today. I'm going to 61. 61, he says, Barry Stein. 55. 55, he says, and Sean. 64. 64 for two points exact. No kidding. He didn't know this was happening. He didn't even know it was coming. And he's kicking it. Three to nothing to nothing. So we're going to go ahead and get Sean first. So we can't get in the middle of anything because he's not writing it down. Today is the birth date of Patrick Warburton. Patrick Swayze.
0: Patrick Stewart.
1: That's his name. Patrick Warburton. He's a TV actor. Best known for the comedy uh, with the, the comedian with the deep baritone voice. He provided his voice in the Kronks, an animated film, Emperor's New Groove, and also voiced the character of Mr. Steve Barton in the TV series, Kim Possible. You still don't know who he is, right? Got nothing. He had prominent roles in films such as Big Trouble, Ted, Men in Black, but he is best known as recurring role as David Putty on the TV
5: ah, series, ah, Seinfeld.
1: yes. Dave Putty, Patrick Warburton. TV actor, born today, what year, Sean? 68. 68, he says. Mr. Jonathan. 67. 67. Barry. 58. 58 for the point. It's 64. They were over. Barry, no shout-out for you. we got two questions to ask. Mr. Jonathan, you haven't scored a point in two weeks. Two likes. So I think you're next. You are next. Uh, Claude Monet.
0: Impressionist.
1: Painter. French Impressionist, famous for such works as Impression, Sunrise on Water Lilies. His uh, artistic mission was to document uh, French countrysides through various hours of the day in charming seasons. He painted many of the famous images uh, while he was going blind. Monet, the painter. What year, Mr. Jonathan? Oh, Monet, huh? Monet. I'm going to say 18... 98 1898 1741 1741 1837 says Sean for the point.
6: 1840 wow he's good he is good you're, you're never allowed to play again making us look bad no, so not that I need nobody that much can help. nobody can even catch
0: him no nope.
1: 4 to 1 but we got one question left for, so just for giggles we're going to go to Barry Stein on this, who was the reigning champion. Today is the birthday, uh, November fourteenth, of Condoleezza Rice. She's the sixty-fourth U.S. Secretary of State and the first female African American to hold the position, as well as the second African American and second woman. She is a leader of. The, she was the leader of the Bush administration's policy in the Middle East. She is one of the first two women to ever become a member of Augusta National Golf Course. Condoleezza Rice, born today. What year was she born? 61. 61, he says. Sean,
6: 62. See, I almost put 61, and I almost put 62. I'm going 1958. And not quite. You guys are all over
1: 1954. 1954. So Sean takes it. This classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars, including the Classic Kinetic, the Classic Maduro, or the Classic Cuban Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar av- available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday, and they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar just for you. Just for you. Sean,
6: you killed it. You killed it. Nice job. So let's look back in the mailbag. All right. Another message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Michael writes, I have a few friends that are in your Cigar of the Month club. I stopped buying the Cigar of the Month club from others because I feel like they would just send whatever junk they had left in their humidor. So maybe every third month or so, I would get a good cigar out of four or five. These guys rave about your Cigar of the Month. I want to sign up but cannot seem to find the link. First-time caller, long-time enthusiast. All right. That's Michael. Michael, very
1: simple. Go to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side, hidden away in, in a big block says <laughs> click here for the Cigar Authority package. Click on it. It's going to take you to Two Guys Smoke Shop where you're going to put in your information every month. We're going to send them out to you. And we're going to charge your card every single month 20 bucks. Whenever you feel like it's not worth it, you say, I, I quit. Send us an email. Just say you quit. You won't get it anymore. We'll stop charging you, and it's over.
0: Now, there's and also, note that it usually ships the last Monday of every month. We'll get guys that are signing up on, like, the 5th, calling up on the 8th to the yeah, mail, order. where's my cigars? No, nope, nope, it will it. not ship till the last Monday of the month.
1: And the first one, we're going to automatically charge you early. Early. Because you signed up and it, and it took your card. Right. Every other one's going to get charged when it gets shipped, at the first one. So... You know, you can wait till the end of the month so you don't get charged in advance of that twenty bucks. Or before you forget, just go on there right now, click the button, get on there. Eventually we're gonna end up putting a halt to it and say that's where we're gonna stay. And there's
6: a couple of things. You can only it's only one care package per person. You can't call up and say, Oh, I really like those cigars, I'd like to order them again and again. It's not how it works. Yeah, that's it. Just Especially in this case there was
1: yeah, and it's going to be, you're going to get new cigars you never heard of. You're going to get stuff. We're going to, we're going to talk about these cigars on the show. So if you think we're just going to talk about crappy cigars, don't end up doing it. There's no money in it. We're losing money, so don't do me any favors. It seems like we're doing a big advertisement for the care package. Here's the thing. It's on the website. The Cigar Authority website would be the Cigar Authority care package. Go onto the site. It's that simple. Uh, sign up if you want to. Don't if you don't want to. Quit when you want to. And, um that's it. We're not going to ship to you out of the country.
6: Yeah, that's another topic. U.S.
1: One. only. So we're not going to do it. Stop asking. Sorry, we Canada. can't do it. It's going to cost us more than
6: 20 bucks just to ship it, so that's it. Go ahead. Squeeze another one in if you can. All right. David writes, guys, yep. I want you to know how much I enjoy your show, the topics, the education, the entertainment. This guy really has nothing going on, yep. huh? Uh, make it a highlight to my week. I know. I'm boring. The recent show with Victor Vitali was the best to date. By coincidence, I had selected a Davidoff Escarillo that I had recently purchased from Two Guys Smoke Shop. So for the first time, I was smoking the same cigar as you all. And Barry, with that purchase, I also ordered your Kilo, a great cigar, and I smoked it before the Davidoff. This year, we went to Maine for vacation and side trip to the Nashua store to buy some cigars. Your staff made some great suggestions, and I tried some J.C. Newman selections as well as hammer and sickle, and some Pondomos that I had not tried. Thanks for all that you do in providing a great outlet for cigar smokers. I appreciate it, as I'm sure many others do also. One last thing. Mr. Jonathan, get rid of that Mini, and uh, Dave, you can go to hell. There we go. It's not going to happen.
1: And that wasn't me, Dave. But anyway, <laughs> get rid of that Mini. But It's so he not happening. It. So he says I love it. Rocket ship. What do you think of the cigar? Final thoughts on it? We're getting down low?
6: This cigar reminds me of my Mini Cooper. It's a small package. It's got a lot going on. It's got some power, it's got some strength, and uh, very, very well-balanced. And I would expect this to handle well in the corners. You know.
0: See, if it was like your car, I would expect it to be flavored. But it's not. It's a manly cigar.
1: Yeah. Little do they know.
0: <laughs> little do they know,
1: Sean. A lot of flavor for an old, old cigar man. A lot of cigars, we talk about aging, they end up getting weaker, they, mm. they, they age out. You would think it would age out. Here's a cigar that has not aged out yet, but I was scared, so I just pulled a trigger and that's it, it's over, and uh, so is this segment. It's time to uh, go to break, and when we come back, uh, we're going back into 2003 once again. We're going to dig into the trunk, and this cigar is special too and much larger. If you have that, we're going to get to it uh, in the next hour. Uh, It's a reason this cigar we'll be smoking next is a reason for the birth of another cigar. This was a cigar which was the reason for the birth of the other cigar, and I'll explain that, too. So uh, sit back, relax. We're going to be back in just a few minutes.
6: You're listening to The Cigar Authority. On the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you happen to be smoking your La Gloria Cubana trunk show, Liga number six, always remember keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back with hour number two.
2: Truly bold cigars like a good story, perfectly crafted
6: throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same
4: time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar
1: known as the natural. The natural is no light. It boasts full flavor
4: and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. Within your face flavor. United Cigar.
1: Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh,
6: that may be wrong.
1: Well,
4: I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide.
6: Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted, even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both.
3: Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua, by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
5: This is Jonathan Carney with La Florida Vancada. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is
2: John Hart.
3: This is Victor Vitali. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Is Steve Saka.
4: Hi,
2: this is Phil Zangi. This
3: It's
5: a little bit of...
3: Is the cigar authority.
5: And bait!
3: The authority on everything cigar. Shut your in. Get used to it. And out of the cigar industry. Go with your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then. Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. Or as our brothers to the south call you,
2: hey, Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Very stunned.
5: That's what I love about these high school girls, man.
2: I get older, they stay the same age.
3: <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this
2: your place? No,
3: no, 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 no.
2: No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meat It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer farmer. For
1: the cigar authority. Hey,
2: shake and back, Cal. Yeah. Shake it back.
1: Do it. And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Some say La Gloria Cubana never had a Solomon. They would be wrong. Some may say La Gloria Cubana never made a Connecticut Shade cigar. They'd be wrong again. It happened once, 12 years ago. And I still have some, so I thought I would use them for the care package. I did. And um, they... uh, You all right? Yeah, just checking. (laughs) I'm just checking to see if we actually have enough. My goodness. Yes. So, uh, two, four, six. Yeah, I got it. I got six of them left. Barry, you have yours. I already have one. Mr. Jonathan, me. So here it is. Welcome back, everybody. I got a little panicked for a second that I didn't have them but I do so uh,
6: welcome back everybody to Cigar Authority and you're listening to the Cigar Authority the only radio show in the U.S. and yes the world that is always broadcast on location and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking we insist we demand that you light up along with us you tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time simply find us on Podbean iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it and it, this had to be in a mold because it it's it's beautifully done
1: and i'm looking at uh the other one next to it and they they're perfect. Well, yeah, i'm going to take this out of cellophane. I got to just look at the head on this thing to dictate if it's uh That's what
6: she said. It's different, huh? A little different.
1: Yep. So this might not have been in a mold because it's it's the head of the cigar is different than the other the other one.
0: Yeah, but that could be with packaging yeah.
1: and Yeah. Could be, shrinkage. Shrinkage. So this is the glue. was in the pool. There we go. It was cold. You don't know about shrinkage. Uh, this is La Gloria Cubana Liga number one perfecto. Liga, La Gloria Cubana Liga number one perfecto. So uh, let's give it a cut and light and begin this thing. And right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo. Is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So because this is pointed at both ends. I got a draw. You do? I was going to say you're not going to get a good draw.
0: I got a great draw as well. Really? It reminds me of a really warm piece of toast slathered in melted butter. Toast with butter.
6: It, it has it? to be warm. Yes, it has to be warm toast. Yes, really warm. Yeah. So that the butter While melts. Are getting cold toast?
0: I'm waiting for like the Jonathan approval. As, you know, as if it matters. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a bread quality there.
0: Not a lot happening to me.
1: Not a lot of flavor. This one might have over aged. I don't know. It's been a long time since I smoked one of these. So we'll see what it's all about. Let's light her up. All right. We
6: are going to light up with the Vertigo Renegade. This is a quadruple jet. I said it earlier. This this gives you the power of a tabletop lighter in the palm of your hand. It'll go. fit in your pocket. It's a small-sized lighter. It's all tank, full metal jacket here, flip-out bullet punch. You would expect this to be a 30 or $40 lighter if it was another company, but no it's not even half that. I would say $14. I would $19. go as
1: far as fifty nine ninety nine. I can envision another brand yeah. in a prettier box that would be 59 Well, I'm going to
6: go with that brand probably buys their lighters from the folks at Vertigo because they own the factory. Yeah. That's how they do it. How do you do it? You own the factory.
0: By so, the way, Estevan in the chat room says I was dead on with my cold draw. Because he knows the cigar? He's probably smoking it with us. All right.
1: This is the cool part, that they're actually smoking the same thing we are as this is going on.
0: Did you forget that? I did. And, Dean, yes, you can get that lighter on com. Answering questions from the chat Here we now. go. Do it, please. And there's not a lot of flavor there. Very mild, huh?
1: Very mild. Very mild. Okay, I'm going to tell you about now, it. Now, Dave, before yes. you get
0: into that, from your experience, do you notice that Connecticut Cigars... Usually don't age as well as, say, a stronger cigar? Yes,
1: absolutely. Because if it, if it mellows out and it was mellow to begin with, now it has next to nothing. My worst example of that was, and it's not Connecticut, but it was a very light cigar, which was a Davidoff Dom Perignon. I paid a lot of money for that cigar. And I, after I received it, I waited years and years before I even smoked this old cigar to begin with. And I waited, we actually had a Christmas party. And that was the cigar I smoked, and I was looking forward to it. There was nothing to it. What a, what a waste! I should have smoked that when I got it, and I waited too long. So I'm hoping that's not what happens to this. And it's got some flavor to it. But we ha- what we have here is would, is this? A, would this be a Solomon? Yes. This be, yeah. This
0: is totally a Solomon.
1: Okay, it's a seven-inch Solomon, and it's pointed, very very pointed at one end. So it only takes a little bit to light the cigar, just a little teeny thing, and here it goes. It resembles if if you want to uh imagine a cigar it resembles it would be the atoro fuente hemingway masterpiece okay right yeah mm, yep. that's the look of it box of 25 handmade in santiago dominica republic in 2003 2003 was the very first time this cigar was done only time it was done and very special Today it continues, uh, the series of the trunk show continues, but this was the first time it was ever done at, to- at that time by its creator, Ernesto Perez Carrillo. He has his initials on in the box. This is when he had sold the company to General Cigar, but uh, was still working for him at the time. Uh, It was an after-hours event at Two Guys Smoke Shop in early 2003. Fifty people bought over 200 boxes. I ordered 40 number ones—that's the one we're smoking here—and 40, uh, 20—I mean, 20 number ones and 20 of the number sixes that we did, um, leaving me uh, just a few of these. I had six or seven of those left. I got four left of these, and that's the end of these, uh, and they're gone. Um, So, what is it? Here's what uh, was told about the number one. This format, this size, was never done by Glory Cubana at that time. And the cigar uh, in, in this shape, um, each one, it says right here, without a mold. There we go. There's your answer. Uh, it was a USA Connecticut Shade wrapper. Glory Cubana has never made uh, a cigar at that time using Connecticut to my knowledge. I don't know if they've ever done it since
0: my knowledge, they have not. Yeah. This is a darker wrapper for Connecticut Shade.
1: Yeah, it's USA, Connecticut.
0: Uh, I, I wonder, it's, if, yep. wonder if it got darker with age. I don't know
6: if that happens. I don't know if it happens.
0: I mean, our skin tone tends to get a little darker with age. But that's because we're in the sun. Okay. Longer. Okay. Didn't think of that.
1: Uh. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, Barron. I tasted the cigar. I was blown away with the flavor at that time.
6: Again, I didn't take any notes. This thing, now that it's it's opened up, I got past the nipple and it's at the bubble. And Game. wide open, wide open. This is a sweet Madagascar cinnamon. Well, that's something, too. It's got this
1: bulby thing. So when mine opens up a little bit, maybe I'm going to start getting some flavors. But right now, I got nothing. It,
6: it started off, I didn't want to say it because it was such a bad taste. I was hoping it was going to. Go away, which happens very frequently with a Solomon. It's a little too intense of wrapper oh, for Uh It was as like uh, you get a little bit of sunscreen on your tongue by accident. It drips off your face or whatever. Seriously? That's what it, Seriously? That's what it tasted like early on. I didn't want to say it, but now that it's opened up, it <laughs> tastes like sunscreen.
0: Up. Is there a specific brand
6: involved yeah. <laughs> here? Copper tone? <laughs> Copper tone, obviously. SPF 35. Not the 40. That is a different flavor. Oh my God!
1: I mean, you get it. We, you don't even practice. You don't even. There's no list of ridiculous <laughs> yeah. things. He just comes up with these. Folks. You would definitely That's what it as tastes like. That's what it tastes like. Oh my God! And
6: now you taste it.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I, I was blown away with it, and later I found out that this was um, tobacco from the Macanudo Vintage 1979. Well, that's why it's so dark. Um, they came out with vintage years. Uh, and 79 was their first and oldest. They later came out with 84, 88, 93, and 97. This was the Macanudo Vintage 1997. Uh, so that's
6: what happens when you let a guy like Ernesto Perillo yeah, walk the around. Yeah, the little amount that's left. The we factory. Can't, make, we
1: can't continue to make these. That's all that's left. So let me make that and call it a Glory Cabana.
6: This would be a chef walking in and having every single ingredient available to them. So you got a little guy like Ernesto Perez Carrillo who was making a relatively small amount of cigars prior compared to. Yeah, to Macanudo for sure. Sure. Yeah. And now he walks in and he's got access to all this tobacco. It's awesome. So
1: the rapper, when he made the cigar in 2003, and I did the math already, was 24 years old. And now today, this is 36-year-old rapper
6: that's on here which would uh, be the same as Jonathan, how old the you? other one. Oh, no, 38 on the other one. I am 37. So it's almost as old as you. Uh,
1: Mexican binder, Dominican filler. That's what the Macanudo vintage was. That's what this cigar is. Um, there was a small amount of this wrapper remaining from the 1997 vintage crop. Um, I didn't know this. Again, they didn't tell us a lot about it. It was basically based on taste and taste only. Later, finding out about it, I was happy. I had bought 20 boxes of them, saved them for 12 years, and here we go. This is the cigar. This is the number one. Probably where my tastes were at that time and not far from where they are. I'm looking for it. It's still not uh, picked up much. I'm not over the bubble yet. I'll tell you, um, I
6: was a little nervous that it was past its prime with the cold draw and then with the initial light of that nipple. But then now it's it's a cornucopia of flavors, and I will be evaluating them as the cigar develops.
1: Okay, Stay so tuned. that's a story on this cigar. I hope you enjoy it as you're smoking it. So uh, were people smoking the number six that were on there? I couldn't have been everybody was on number
0: one. People commented on the number six after the fact.
1: Okay. Uh, and then somebody said, oh, you can comment about this. We want that. That's yes. actually good. I, I forget each time that they were actually smoking it, and, the, and they are on there. So if, if you say we're out of our minds or this is what you're tasting, that would be good to, to get that feedback from you, uh, especially on this while we're doing this. So bad news, Barry, what do you got for cigar news?
0: Well, the little town City Council in Colorado this week passed new measures that will place restrictions on smoking in the downtown area, proving that Main Street America is not for all Americans anymore. We're in Massachusetts this week voted to ban smoking on the beach. The town in the Cape Cod area will see the new measure go into effect on January 1st. Outdoors. Outdoors. Outdoors.
1: So New Year's Day, you're going to take a walk along the beach. It's freezing out in Cape Cod. You take the walk down the street on the beach on January 1st. It's freezing out.
6: You're the, the only poli- one.
1: You're the only one out there.
6: But the police will And stop the police
1: you. come, and they, that's what they're going to do. Exactly. Just a heads up. Well, you know, they don't have anything <laughs> to do then either,
6: so... The Bellingham,
0: Washington City Council passed a new measure that would ban smoking, although it needs one more vote to take effect. The ordinance would ban smoking in parks and on trails, and it was passed six to one. It is expected to pass the next vote. The Bluffton, South Carolina Town Council. Why, vote,
1: six to one? It has to be united. It has to see.
0: be voted three times in a row to pass.
1: But just, it has to have the majority. Just
0: a majority three times.
1: So, in this case, four people. Are gonna, the same four people going to vote the same thing each time. Right. And that's it. It passes because of four people, Yes, a guy can't smoke on the beach in front of his own house. Yep. Is is that really Out, America? Now, this wh- is where we are. Any
6: news in there about people that don't wear deodorant? Because that is way more offensive than cigars. <laughs> We're not picking up after your dog. There we go.
0: The Bluffton, South Carolina town council voted to ban smoking in the Dubois Park on Tuesday night. In Wheeling, Ohio, in West Virginia, the Health Board made changes to the smoking ban in Ohio County by a four to two margin with seven members not doing their job and opting not to attend. Despite a public outcry, the Health Board chose to ignore the freedom of its residents and move forward to ban smoking in public outdoor areas as well as private decks and porches. Private decks. Yep. So you cannot smoke in your backyard on your deck.
6: Seriously, man. Yeah, Something's got to stop. I hope I hope they put something in there near my back deck because I'll be out there smoking. They can come and get me.
1: Yeah, and thank God we can carry guns. On guns blazing too. Yeah.
0: The Township Committee of Wyckoff, New Jersey, has banned smoking in public parking lots and has prohibited the sale of nicotine products to those under the age of 21. And as we've reported in the past, the Department of Housing and Urban Development has been pushing for the Public Housing Authority to make property smoke-free. This week, that move became more than a push as the federal rule proposal would prohibit smoking in apartments and common areas as well as administrative offices. Now, I grew up in New York. Yeah. New York has the largest housing authority of anywhere in the country. Yeah. You have gangbangers. You have drugs. You have sure. prostitution. A couple of weeks ago, you had a cop killed at cold blood. Yeah. They should worry about that. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And you think they're not going to still do this? So is this a way of fining people after they do it I to guess. raise money? And the know, cops they, should don't, make,
6: they should make murder illegal, and then The
0: police don't have
1: enough them. to do. Mm-hmm. You've got to put this on their plate.
0: It will be enforced by the Housing Authority Police Department, which is part of NYPD.
1: But they could also go out there and see and, and get the heroin epidemic that's yep. happening and try to deal with that. We got mm-hmm. terrorists. We got all kinds of crazy stuff right. going on. This is where the attention's going to go. Leave the prostitution
6: m- alone. I mean, those girls are working their way through college. <laughs> that's it. It's
1: the oldest uh, thing that's going on. I'm over the bulb. There is flavors coming out here, but to me, I have a sour taste, soury type of taste, floral, soury. No.
6: I don't know about either of those. Okay. No cinnamon? A little bit. A little bit of spice. Right when I hit the bubble, it was like,
0: boom, Yeah, cinnamon. My cold got the best of me right now. I can't taste anything. Yeah. You're
6: wasting that, then. That's over. <clears throat> Being All weird. right. I got a, a, a thing of good news here. You do. After consulting with its council, the governing body, body of Fort Lee, New Jersey, has decided to pass on Tobacco 21, A proposal to raise the purchasing age. Not do it. Not pass it. They passed on it. Okay. They're not doing it. Uh, To raise the purchasing age for tobacco products from 19 to 21 due to its concerns over conflict with state law. According to borough attorney Lee Cohen, the proposed ordinance, which would have superseded the state's current purchase age of 19... Uh, and potentially put the town at risk of a lawsuit.
1: So they've done it already from 18 to 19. They already broke the lawsuit to begin with, but to go to 21, there'd be a lawsuit. Well, well the, the, s- state the state says 18. 19. Oh, the state is 19. And well, so th- this is going to be the magic that's going on. Some of these states that allow the cities to take take charge of it. The cities do it, and that's how they're going to beat it down. In this case, they can't do it, so now they'll work. This is New Jersey. They're going to work very hard to make it 21. Right. Right. Um, Again, you know, we had, we had a group of people in here uh, this week, the, the, the ladies group that yeah. we had in here, and they were all complaining that one of their sons was going off to the military, and uh, <coughs> before he goes, they can't have a beer with him, they can't smoke a cigar with him, they're in Massachusetts with us, right. drink, they, legally, they're going to do it anyway, but legally, they're, they're, they're asking them to break the law, yeah. you know, and that, that's what they're setting them up and for. And that's a,
6: that's a precedent that you don't want to set. Don't make the laws so that people feel like they have to break them. Because now you're encouraging lawbreaking. So it's insanity.
1: It is asylum, and it's time to go to the asylum thing. But the asylum thing should be the bad news. That's the <laughs> asylum. We should switch that thing around. So uh, here's our friends from Asylum Cigars.
8: They're coming to take me away, haha! They're coming to take me away, ho ho! Hee hee! Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away.
6: It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A Massachusetts woman has won a legal battle to wear a colander on her head in her state driver's license photo, a colander is I a saw that. spaghetti strainer. I saw that. Scula Basta, we call it in Italian. Uh, That's crazy. Lindsay Miller is a pastafarian. Pasta. So am I. Loves pasta. are known <laughs> yeah. as members of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. The secular religion views the existence of a flying spaghetti monster to be just oh, as probable God. as the existence of the Christian God, and it dis describes heaven as a place with a beer volcano and a stripper factory. Not stripper-like tobacco. This is the, the good kind. Yeah. Anyone may become ordained for a $25 fee. All I know is it's about time someone brought attention to the Flying Spaghetti Monster. I've been saying it for years. Yeah. That's insane. That's It's asylum. true. It's true. I saw that. That's nuts. 25 bucks. We can need. be part of the... We could Pas- be or, or, pastorian? ordained. Pastorian? No, you, you can be a... Pastafarian, any time you want, but to be an ordained minister for the pastafarians. Oh, really? It's twenty-five bucks. That's it. I might do it because then you can you can marry people, and they get married with a spaghetti strainer
1: on their head. The world's coming to an end, folks. There's lots of crazy stuff going on, and uh,
0: you won't have to pay taxes either.
1: What? Yes, because because it's a religion.
0: Reverends don't pay taxes. Can we do the? Shut religion?
1: up. Huh? Yeah. Can we do a religion, I am so which, which the Taino Indians did in the 1400s, that they rolled up tobacco leaves and was part of their ritual, and you could let's, smoke inside in the church? Let's do this, and then this will be a church service. And we change the name of the Cigar Authority to uh, Atharians. We're Atharians.
6: A little-known fact is the Sabbath cigar really authorians. is Saturday. It's the last day of the week is really the thing. So we could be having, this is church right here is sunday the first day of the week or is Monday? sunday is the first day of the week saturday really is the sabbath
1: yeah hallelujah that's right amen amen it's time to go into the aging room with our friend old Fat freddie
6: it's time to step into the aging room sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better just like aging room cigars They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart
7: Freddy. Nowadays, people are doing away with nicknames. In my day, it was okay to be a dick. Nowadays, it's all about texting without paying attention to proper grammar. If you read what the kids are typing, it can be very awkward. In my day, we were much more careful. For example, let's go eat out, comma, grandma. Could be the difference between her feeling your nuts and feeling your nuts. I'm just saying. Nowadays, everyone gets too involved with helping people that may not want any help, just so they can tweet later about their good deed for the day. In my day, if Uncle Jack got himself on the horse, he got himself off the horse. Why? Because he was a man. We were men who knew better than to help Jack off a horse, didn't eat out Grandma, and were more than okay with being a dick. Sometimes,
6: aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged, some are not.
7: I mean, if your grandma looks a lot like Betty White, I would be only too happy to remove the comma. Jeez. That you're was, happy with yourself. You you head those what up I and down. Love,
6: you
1: bob your head up and down because you're pleased. With what, what I love,
6: done. It, which is which is a fairly new occurrence, now that people are on board with the old Fart Freddy and they start to try to connect people? the dots. Yeah, well, Frank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when they when they see where I'm going with it, and people are starting to catch on earlier and earlier. Oh, I see where he's going with yes. this. And yes. then that to me is the. Somebody payoff.
1: requested a compilation of old Five Freddys. And maybe we do something when we get Raphael um,
5: Rafael people, Nadella,
1: up, yeah, you get an aging room thing going on. and
6: get a CD he, he, of
1: Old Fart Freddy's yeah. when you buy a box or something. That'd be, yeah. A whole be compilation of Old five. Do you have them all? You must I have saved them, them all. I have them all. <laughs> yeah, of
0: course you do. I have them all. So you were asking earlier for the chat room to chime in with the cigar that we're smoking. Good. And Michael Taylor says that on the retrohale, he's getting an old barn feel with very little spice.
1: It's very, Very mild.
6: Yeah, on the retro hill, I'm still getting, I'm going to die. Stop doing <laughs> Nobody's this. Nobody's
1: getting a, a little sour, no to it. Sour. Not to to a sour patch. kid. Maybe a little, uh, if you ate a pickle, like sour pickle juice. Sour pickle juice, the liquid. Anything?
6: Yeah, maybe you like a little dill in there. I, I don't know. That's a little bit of a stretch. I don't know. There's something there. This is the Trunk Show,
1: 2003, Liga Number 1 Perfecto, from back in 2003. Next week, we have Victor Vitale on the show. He'll be here with the Freemasons. It sounds Victor Vitale and the Freemasons. This is a 60s band, if you ever heard one, right? Yeah, uh, Maybe they'll sing a song and do some doo for us. We don't know. But we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, we're smoking some old cigars. But um, we got new ones hitting the shelves, uh, and we're going to tell you about those. We have Trademarks. If people leaving the cigar industry, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, he's away, but he's going to get Debonair with us in his segment. Uh, The calendar, the tweets of the week, and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
5: Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of hand-crafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco, richly complex yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvezi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com.
6: I'd like to file a missing persons report. Is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr Jonathan is my DJ dot com. Your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr
4: Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... KU. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world.
6: Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world.
4: It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except... It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo.
8: Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co.
7: I'll sign up today. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. On the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: It is Mr. It's Mr. is Mr. Jonathan, and we are back live from the La Fleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. We're getting caught up with questions from uh, the mailbag that you guys send in. New cigars and trademarks hitting the shelves, the tweets of the week, and more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking the La Gloria Cubana from 2003 Connecticut Shade. It is really the Macanudo Vintage 1997 done as a Gloria Cubana some years later. So interesting, and they're smoking it along with us in the <coughs> chat room. Uh, it picked up flavor as it's going down. It's starting to pick up something. Yep. Started off at the tip of that thing. I'm like, there's no flavor happening yeah, it was yet. All air. And then it starts coming in, and now it's starting to smoke, maybe like the Macanudo Vintage uh, at this point. Uh, yep. Very, very aged tobacco. If you notice on the line that you guys are smoking it, you notice the mascara
6: line of the cigar. Oh, actually, I have a funny story. So, Barry, we're doing a cigar tasting. On Thursday, with all women, seven women sitting at the table, and they were wrong. It is man. the they first were, time, yeah. <laughs> first time ever, that David Garofalo did not call that the mascara line, and he had a captive audience of people who actually wear mascara every day. Besides you, and he says combustion line. I'm like, this is the one time the same mascara, because you told me to stop doing that. So <laughs> then he said, no, it's a mascara
1: line, and whatever it is, but the line with the ash meets the cigar, there's a little black line on there. And when you look at aged tobacco, it should be very, very thin. The tobacco being aged, not necessarily the cigar. If you turn it into a cigar or something, may, not maybe necessarily that's going Well, if you happen. took
6: the cigar apart, if you were, say, wanting to work on a blender, you just took a cigar apart and you want to see how aged, do it on a cheaper cigar, how aged the tobacco is, you can burn each of the tobaccos and check that combustion line as well. Right. If it's long and sooty. It's under-fermented, and if it's very, very sharp like this is, you've got, you're yeah. dealing with very well. So you well guys that
1: are, that are smoking a cigar along, you look at that line. Now, next time you smoke the next cigar you smoke, you're going to notice that black is, is a lot uh, thicker. So it's, it's kind of a way to, to determine the
6: age of tobacco. Uh, mailbag, what do you got? All right. This is uh, Rudy from Canada writing. Yeah. And, uh, it's referencing the drunk show. I'm not sure if you guys remember back mid-September. Uh, David was completely no, he wasn't. blitzed. Yeah. And he says, uh, never, never, watching today's show has reminded me of the shows you guys used to do early on with the guy from a craft brewing company. Yeah. He would bring on some of his beers and you guys would do the tasting and stuff. They were high alcohol uh, content. Th- those were some of my favorite episodes because Dave got a little buzzed and things went off the rails a bit. <laughs> I'd love to see a show like that again. And uh, unfortunately, David gets hung over for like three days. Well, the Kalinog, when we end up uh, smoking that, we're going to have to smoke it
1: with scotch because that's the way to go. That is the way so to go. So things could end up happening. We're going to have
0: to go with LaFrog because it's a PD scotch for a PD cigar. Lefroy. Lefroy, LaFrog. Yeah.
6: Tomato, tomato. There we go. Go ahead, Mr. J. All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. This one's an old one. We're getting uh, caught up, though. We're getting to, to the you. owner of thecigarauthority.com. My name is Kyle, and I was very intrigued by thecigarauthority.com. Great content. I can tell you are a major leader in your field or will become it soon. Uh-oh. <laughs> what are they trying to sell here? I'm he- reaching out to you today because I really respect what you are trying to create and would love to see if I can be of any service to you. The company I work for is one of the most reputable social media boosting ah, companies. get out of here! Delivering results to even thousands of clients. Hey, it's in the mailbag, uh, and this guy wants to sell us Twitter followers. Oh, now isn't that interesting? So, ah, we, that's get a why I kept it. we did a whole show on that. We did a whole show on that, and we don't buy followers. We don't have as many as some other shows, but if you look into ours, they're all real. So that gives us a good opportunity that we have lots of
1: listeners. So follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, The Cigar Authority, right? Or Cigar, Cigar Authority, Authority
0: on Twitter, The Cigar Authority on Facebook.
1: Okay. Or follow David Garofalo, Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein separately. Barry if you Two Guys. Barry Two Guys. Hmm. Um, or, but by all means, follow us, The Cigar Authority. Is that the
6: same as Barry Two Guys One Cup? Is that... Or is that a different one?
0: Different thing. Okay. Different thing. That was for your viewing pleasure only. That was (laughs) it.
1: All right. New cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. Barry, what do you got?
0: Well, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive. And this week we saw a couple of new releases from Davidoff. First off, the limited production Colorado Claro is back. And it features a gorgeous reddish brown wrapper with a complex flavor profile. The other release from Davidoff is the Year of the Monkey, which continues their trend of cigars, paying homage to the Chinese Zodiac. The Year of the Monkey doesn't start until 2016, but the cigars are available today. It's also getting closer to Christmas. Yes, I said Christmas. And that means that the Ataro Fuente and Yeho cigars are available once again, and it is a collectible cigar that will not last long. We saw two new trademarks this week from the same company, Oliveros Incorporated filed for Artistry and Solera. And that's the trademarks and new releases this week.
1: All right. So uh, interesting, interesting. um, The people are still trademarking stuff with FDA ready to jam uh, jam it to us. Uh, They're saying December 11th is the deadline, what they're going to do. They're government-controlled. I say they missed the deadline like they miss everything, but we'll see how that pans out. While you're enjoying life, it's fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison.
8: Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me.
3: your
8: electronic devices and up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. ...suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen... Driver's ed courses used to hammer home the point that the left lane was primarily for faster moving traffic and passing. If you weren't passing another vehicle or traveling at least as fast as the cars behind you, you were taught to yield and move over to the right as soon as you safely could. Well, what the heck happened? Unfortunately, many drivers no longer yield to faster moving traffic. Some unwisely believe that it is perfectly acceptable to stay in the left lane indefinitely, no matter how many cars are stacked up behind them, so long as they are doing the speed limit. However, failing to yield and let faster moving cars get by creates needless tension, which can result in unsafe tailgating and passing on the right as frustrated drivers try to get around you. Look, this serves no one's interests. And while you may be in the right as far as not exceeding the posted speed limit is concerned, you're arguably guilty of impeding the flow of traffic which is both dangerous as well as illegal in most jurisdictions. So please, do us all a favor and keep an eye on your rearview mirror. If someone wants to get by you, please let them do so. Trust me, it's no skin off your nose. Moving right and yielding the faster-moving traffic is the polite, correct, gentlemanly thing to do. Every time. That's the Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, debonair enough
0: i don't know about you but i feel like he should have moved over because he slowed down the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i got a question for gentleman chuck morrison i almost did a very un
6: thing this morning and i want to know if this would have been all right if i did it giving the finger to someone who deserves it is every bit as debonair as moving over no it's not giving the finger
1: but i'm going to the drive through this morning to get my coffee and it happens all the time to me that everybody's in line and moving ahead as they're going on. Everybody's in a hurry. They're going wherever they're going. It's Saturday, but for me, it's work day every day, sure. right? So i got to get to work, and i got to get here before you do. Which never happens. So I'm driving behind. It happens to be a lady, but it could be a guy. It doesn't matter what it is, but it happens to me all the time. And they're not paying attention that we moved ahead. Now, I know you can only move ahead so far, and then you're going to end up not... Uh, you know, they're not speaking yet to the. But it really grinds box. your
6: gears when the extra eight feet is there.
1: More than eight feet. It, and it happens that they didn't move for the longest time and then it moves ahead to the next one. And then finally they catch up and they do exactly the same thing again. And they move up and another car, two ahead of them. And I started pulling out and I was going to actually go around the car and in front of them because there was enough space out there. And I caught myself doing it and I'm, I said, I'm going to be really bad if I end up doing this. But I could go around and I could pull around that person, go in front of them, and let them know that you are supposed to pull ahead. What the heck are you doing here? Because way behind me is cars actually on the road trying to pull in. Right. But they don't care. They're going to get to it. You can't go around it. What would have happened?
6: I'm going to give you the debonair thing to do there. Just two little quick bursts on the horn. Toot, toot. But they, just to let they, know. Then,
1: then I'm going to get the finger at that point, or they're going to say, if you do where are you long- going to go? I'm pulling ahead eight feet, and now what? Now no, you're going no, to stand no. still, too? It is
6: acceptable in traffic to just give a friendly reminder of the person in front of you. They're at a stoplight. They don't realize it's green. They're messing around on their phone, which they shouldn't be doing. A little toot-toot. And, they, and if they don't go, then you can blast them with the horn. How about go go right
1: around him? There's a spot open. Boom. Now the guy behind me can go forward. forward. Everybody moves ahead. This guy's standing still. Oh, I thought you were broken down. You haven't moved in a while. What the heck are you doing? Pay attention to what you're doing. I got to go somewhere. Uh, And I know now I'm still waiting in line. It's not my turn yet either. Toot, toot. Whisk Chuck when I need him. He would tell me not to do it.
0: I didn't. Charlie Batara says you shouldn't be so lazy. You should park, get out of your car, walk in, and get your coffee. You'll be out much quicker.
1: I would have. In, in the, today's case, I would have been. Sometimes it's, it's quick and I can do it fast, but it's crazy. Jeez.
0: Plus, you can't get out of your car because then you've got to leave your cigar. You can't smoke inside right, the car. Right,
1: right, right. And I'm smoking a cigar, and, and I should be just relaxing, and whatever, but I've got to get here. I'm only an hour early. I wanna, toot, toot.
0: Yeah. That's it. Do you do it? Do you toot the guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Little,
6: quick, boom, boom.
0: Jonathan toots a lot. Let yeah. him
1: know. Yeah. All right. Looking through the calendar next week, Victor Vitali and the Freemasons uh, will be here along with Storm Bowen, president of Cigar for Warriors. Yes, right. He's going to join us. Cigars for Warriors. So that he's calling in. He's going to he call in? in.
0: No, he's going to call in because okay. he's in Texas.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So uh, Cigars for Warriors. This is where you donate cigars to our troops. Mm-hmm who the number one asked product from the troops, what they're looking for, is cigars. Some of them don't have people on the other end that can send them little care packages and things. So what we've been doing this month is gathering boxes of cigars. And we collect singles lots of times during the year and stuff. We thought before Thanksgiving, let's send full boxes of cigars. It Wouldn't it be awesome for the guy yeah. to receive a whole box of cigars? So to try to get people motivated to end up doing it, Every box of cigars that gets donated to Two Guys Smoke Shop, we will actually donate a box of cigars also. So we're going to double up and we're going to send hopefully hundreds of boxes of cigars to our troops and we're going to gather up till Thanksgiving. And then um, Storm, cool name,
6: huh? Storm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to send it all to him. And to I have come up with this past week uh, an inexpensive way for you to participate. You know, not everybody can afford just to buy a full box yeah, of cigars. Yeah. So we have. A Dos Ombre sampler. It's our house brand. There's ten cigars in it. It's twenty nine ninety nine. You can order it through the website if you like, and just put in the comment section troops. that this is for the troops, and we will match it. And that's it's an inexpensive way to do it. Thirty bucks, and you got yourself half a box of cigars, anyways. But it's something.
1: If they got it, It's in a wood box. It's nice. The guy's going to receive a package as opposed to a Ziploc bag with a few singles right. in it. Uh, whatever we can do. Listen, the, the troops got it bad. And it's getting worse. Oh, it's getting worse. Right. Way worse. It's getting worse. I don't want to bring you down, but things are, are tough out there. Uh, the following week, November 28th, we will announce the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. One of them will be the Cigar of the Year. Um, and moving ahead, December 12th is 12-12, and it's also Frank Sinatra's 100th birthday. I'm trying to think of what do we smoke for Frank Sinatra's 100th birthday. Cool cigarettes. Yeah, because he wasn't really a cigar (laughs) smoker. But I want to do something special, whatever, 100th birthday. Um, And moving ahead on December 19th show, we'll actually tape that show on December 17th. So mark your calendars for that. Thursday, December 17th from 5 to 7, we'll tape that show because it's actually the last Saturday before Christmas. We as retailers are going to be way too busy, I hope. Um, so we'll tape the show on Thursday night, and then uh, uh, it'll play on Saturday on radio. It'll play immediately on podcasts, I guess. Uh, and Moving way ahead to January 2nd, it marks our 300th episode. Wow. That came January up quick. January 2nd. <laughs> yeah, it came up. <by> five years <laughs> or so, right? Uh, and I will announce, uh, as I did last year, and I have been doing for years and years, but the first time I did it on the show, the State of the Cigar Industry Address on that show also so that's what's coming up in the near future again next week victor vitale uh with the freemasons and the people from uh cigars for warriors will join us there so thoughts uh uh of the cigar we got anything uh, more to add to this right now
6: I, i can't believe how much this thing has going on given how old it is and given how mild it was then. Well,
1: and I was talking that it, it, it wasn't getting a lot of flavor. It has certainly changed as it went down. We're, we're getting into the meat of it.
6: This is a full-flavored, although mild, cigar. There is, it's very complex. There's a, a little bit of spice now. From a, there's like a pepper going on right, right in the back of my tongue. A little bit of sweetness still from the cinnamon that I was tasting earlier. And the good news is all of the SPF 35 taste is gone. All of it. Well.
1: Your uh, sun, sunblock. Sunblock. Uh, more cedar than anything.
0: Cedar's I'm, the one thing I'm able to pick
1: up. Yeah, yeah. More cedar than anything. And then you got to go go deep into it. You, you were saying um, cashews, maybe some cashews, sure. nuts, some nuttiness happening to it. Right now, we talk about nuttiness. I hear the tweets of the week are spectacular this week. We'll see. Uh, Sum it Yeah. We'll see what happens. Here's the best tweets of the week brought to you by Recluse Cigars.
0: It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. What's the difference between light and hard? You can sleep with a light on. This one comes from Jonathan if you miss his tweets. If you carry a baseball bat in your car... You should carry a glove, too. Your lawyer will thank you. Yes, he will. Here we go. Actually pretty good. Last time there was this much crap over a cup, there were two girls involved.
1: Ah, Diggity. a little Starbucks going on there.
0: Forget about spiders, ghosts, and haunted houses. What scares me is when I flush someone else's toilet and the water keeps rising. And the best tweet I saw all week, from now on, cougars shall be referred to as eager beavers. Ah, I don't get
4: it. <laughs> you get it. <laughs>
1: Today's
0: social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled in two bar. The old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time.
6: Now I get it. There you now go. Now I get it. There was a little double entendre there. There we go. If you
1: don't understand, you're going to add that into your old 5 Freddy routine. <laughs> yes, They'll I, be in next week. Watch yes, for that, you.
0: everybody. For sure. You owe me a quarter. I own the trademark on that.
1: All right, so what do we got here? We got another 10 minutes, so let's do it. Let's go into uh, some get- more, the last couple mailbags we got, and we'll be all cleaned out uh, and uh, ready for your email. So just go onto the Cigar Authority uh, webpage, go into the Contact Us thing, and give us something, uh,
6: some questions you want answered. All right, so we have uh, a message submitted through the Contact Us page of the thecigarauthority.com. Sean writes Hi, guys, I decided to shoot you not one, but two messages today. As a maturing cigar smoker, I found that I am doing and appreciating more many of the rituals you have all talked about. Visually examining the cigar, taking note of color, texture, oil, or lack of the veins, how well it is rolled, what kind of cap it has, the firmness of the cigar, and the pre-light tasting notes. You get the point. We actually got the point six things ago, Sean. Thank you. But there we uh, go. That you, you really you're using attention.
1: everything you yep. possibly can out of it. Enjoy every part of the cigar as you, you can.
6: Then, of course, I like the cigar, and I do my best to understand what my weak palate is trying to pick up. No peapods yet, but it's a work in progress. There we go. He's a listener for sure. I, I enjoy reading and listening to cigar reviews, and beyond what I've mentioned—appearance, construction, etc.—I often hear reviewers talk about balance and complexity. I think I understand complexity, and if I understand it correctly, it's the flavor transitions a cigar goes through as you smoke it. The more transitions, the more complex. Correct me if I'm wrong. absolutely right. Where I'm I'm a bit confused is on the subject of balance. I'm thinking balance basically refers to the use of different types of tobaccos from different countries, regions, etc., rather than from just one place and plant type. While complexity is relatively easy to discern, how does one pick up on a cigar's balance other than looking at a reviewer's notes and reading where the filler, binder, and wrapper are from? I eagerly look forward to you bestowing your wisdom. How's that for ass-kissing? And I'd say you hit a home run. Home oh, run. There we go. You hit a home run.
0: What do you got, Barry? For me, balance is when a cigar transitions smoothly. You don't want it to be too rough on the front end or too rough on the back end. You want the flavors to be evenly dispersed. You don't want to feel like you were chewing on uh, sandpaper, so to speak.
1: Yeah. You're close in, in, in how I uh, pick balance out, and I got balance mostly from Hanky e. Kellner really explaining what it is, and he does this uh, tongue tour that he explains what happens when you smoke a cigar and where you pick up the flavors. What's supposed to happen is you draw the smoke into your mouth, you blow the smoke out, and after that, if you smack your lips together, you'll, you'll end up starting to taste taste that's when you we're not tasting smoke we're tasting the after effect sure that ends up happening so your tongue is stimulated at that point and let's say it was straight down the middle is the stimulation you feel of it um you you get maybe cinnamon uh at the tip of your tongue that's where i end up tasting cinnamon or uh back of the throat is more harshness and sourness on on the sides and saltiness on on the upper front sides of it if you have a well-balanced cigar, you, it should be stimulated across the board. Yep. And as it goes away, it should be equally going away at the same time, not leaving one ahead of the other. Totally balanced is it's all stimulated and it all evaporates at the
6: same time. Let's, I look at it like it's a yin and yang. So think about uh, lemonade. If you have just a lemon, it's very bitter. If you have just the sugar, it's too sweet. You put the two together, you have a balanced beverage. Cinnamon sugar is the same type of idea. So, a, a cigar should be able to take you on a journey flavor wise. And if it gives you some sour, it should give you some sweet. If it gives you some salty, it should give you some sweet. So, that to me is what I'm looking for when I say something is balanced. The flavors balance out. So, like let's a scale. So, we're talking earlier about
1: uh, Mexican tobacco that I think is a great ingredient, but it by itself is very earthy. Yes. Right? It tastes like dirt or whatever it is. And that's its component. If you get to a Nicaraguan Puro, um, it has a peppery component to it. And that's the the strong thing that happens. When you have multiple things layered together, now you're getting some balance. You're getting some mixture of something going on. Uh, Far off, Barry, what do you think? I'm only saying this because he wasn't paying attention. No, I keep (laughs) taking myself (laughs) off the mic because
0: I don't want to be coughing into the microphone. But I agree with you. It goes Do you want everything to be equal. Yeah. You don't want one end to be more front loaded than another.
1: Yeah, you're doing the, the, the vast majority of the reviews on the Cigar Authority. And if, and if you don't, if you just listen to the show and you're not going to the Cigar Authority website, you're missing part of the Cigar Authority, right. which is I- information all the time. And he's doing r- reviews on it. And you use balance an awful lot. So uh, I just wanted to bring that up um, to a thought. Now, balance on the cigar with smoking. Balanced? I would say it's balanced. Which I hear the manufacturers when they're when they, um, they're trying to make a balanced cigar right. most of the time. You know, there are, there are the ones that say, oh, this is going to knock you in the ground. They purposely made it that way that, no, there's not a lot of balance going on uh, purposely. But I think for the most part they tried to do that.
0: For me, the, the shorter of the two cigars we smoked was far more balanced. There's some getting it all in the back, but I'm sick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fair, you know, representation, but I enjoyed the first one much more than the second one.
1: And I'm usually a Connecticut guy, but I enjoyed the first one much more. The sweetness from the yeah. Cameroon that was happening, the earthiness. There was a lot of, lot of things going on. I think if we smoked this one first. I'm getting citrusy now. This has changed as it went along. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of changes that happened. With that, tasted balanced with all the different flavors, most of the whole way through. Sure.
6: Yeah, the, the other cigar was more complex, and it was more balanced. And I think if we smoked this one first, we would have enjoyed this one better it's unfair to compare this to that yeah yeah, yeah. if you we had just smoked this by itself i think it would it would stand up better very interesting very interesting cigars
1: and unfortunately that's the end of that and um you know i'm continuing to age product i didn't buy 20 things of anything this year um but when something spectacular comes along i usually buy heavy and put it aside and then it it happens. I'm saying that if anybody ends up uh, saying I want to be provided of the care package then be disappointed that this doesn't happen, it's not going to happen. I mean, this is the end of this, and that's right. it. So
0: Of the cigars that you've aged, which cigar stands out the most for being the most enjoyable aged cigar that you've smoked?
1: Oh, boy. Usually fuller-bodied cigars. I mean, you age a Padron. And it goes from a great cigar to an incredible cigar. Well, you had that. It, they, they disagree with me. I've had the yeah. conversation with them. They're ready as they go. And I'm. they're ready. They're ready. It's not like it, it's a, uh, like Opus X I don't think is ready, ever ready when it comes out. Uh, right. Buy Opus X and put them aside and do not smoke it right away because it, it goes from a mediocre to a very, very good cigar. I think it's mediocre when it starts off. Um, a Padron goes from a very good to incredible. Yeah. Um, and Padron, I've I've aged some padrones a long period of time, and wow, when you get an aged one. Uh, but listen, it, it costs money to do it. I understand, and and uh, you want to buy cigars ready to go, um, you know, in, in, to the best they are at that point. Um, most things are, um, you know. The, the exception is uh, some of these things. Anejo, I smoked. There's a cigar I don't smoke because it's too full body for me. But I smoked an aged one, and was very very good. Sure. You know, it married itself. It, it it got nice, and that's when that's when it got good. But I just don't think they're ready. That's I it. concur. All right, so uh, that's it. That's the end of the show. Next week, Tortuga and Ortsac, both parts of the care package. We're gonna smoke both of them. It's the past and present of Victor Vitali and the Freemasons. Uh, we'll have them on. We'll see what uh, what we can learn about the Masons. Uh, along with uh, the cigars of Victor Vitale. Until next time, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
6: And if you happen to be smoking your Ernesto Perez Carrillo Trunk Show 2003 Liga Number 1, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week.
2: I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Smoke shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a choices, it's Stogie Heaven.